Welcome to No Starving Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Anisa Benitez. Today's episode is about taking breaks in space for embodiment. This was a lot of my reason for taking a long break from recording this podcast last year. It's also been a larger theme in this chapter of my life, and I hope that you can relate. Often when we create space, then we have room for what is important to break through. Sometimes in our busyness, the truly important things, the things that our soul is quietly whispering to us do not have the opportunity to be heard because we're thinking and we're doing and we're so in routine. So slowing down can help us sense more to feel a greater connection with our physical body, our soul, our spirit, your gut, whatever you like to refer to, your intuition. But I believe that we gain the most wisdom from connecting to this. So our agenda for this episode is first a bit more on this topic and then a guided meditation because there's a great way to embody in just sitting in silence. If you've been enjoying this podcast, your rating and review on Apple Podcasts, sharing it on social media makes a difference and allows it to grow. So let's get into it. I don't believe in work-life balance anymore because our life still happens while we're working, right? People are still living as they're working. Nothing in your life goes on pause while you are focused on a project. But an important piece to think about is our balance between our doing and our being. When we're resting and when we're in the actioning, doing stage of life and Maybe it's helpful to think about what ways you work best so that you can understand what ways you might rest best. Uh, Some of us operate best with a lot of consistency and a lot of routine. We need something to know that we're doing each day. Some of us crave a lot of change. We want a new day every day. Inconsistency fuels us. Each week, maybe, we want a change of location, a change of dynamics. Maybe we work better seasonally, being in one career uh, during one period of the season, then migrating and working somewhere else. And that's the case for a lot of folks who do anything regarding the outdoors, maybe working at like a ski place versus working outdoors on campsites, etc., For myself, I've appreciated having long stretches of autonomy. So another thing to think about is working better around others. Does that exhaust you? Does that require you to have more periods of rest? If you are more introverted, I can definitely assume that you might love being around people, but you know to balance it out that you need more rest in your schedule. Most days this year, I've worked from home. Even when I'm preparing for a film project, For acting, I am in my process of preparation with a lot of isolation and a lot of creation that I do is in privacy and it gives me a lot of energy to have this because then when I'm surrounded by people, I'm like all for it, I'm ready. In a future episode, we'll explore what creative workspaces work for you. I'm addressing this now because it's a valuable connection to understand your working style and your rest. So maybe for yourself, we can take a moment of reflection and think about what structure do you crave in your work style? Are you somebody who likes more routines, more predictability in each day, in each week? Or are you somebody who really craves to shake it up, who requires adventure 
weekly, seasonally, monthly. Based on the way that you like to structure your work, when do you usually take breaks? When do you find moments of rest? Is it just weekends for you? Do you take intentional vacations? Do you have the blessing of longer stretches of time where you have summers off if you're a teacher or something of that regard? And during those times of rest, what do you feel changes in you? What I've experienced really deeply is in these periods where we feel like we're doing nothing, we're actually being, and in that process of being, we're developing more than we account for. There's a lot of external validation that's given to the doing side of our lives, to accomplishing this and that. But where I've witnessed the most personal growth is in that life-oriented being side. And it doesn't always feel good also, right? When we have a lot of open time, sometimes we don't use it well. Sometimes it leads us into spiraling into some past trauma or some old baggage or some stories or some limiting beliefs or some anxiety or some depression it can go in a lot of different ways but the beauty is in the ways that we process that how we create resolution and how we move past that and how much stronger we become because of that maybe we have a health scare that forces us to rest and through that we have a lot of perspective on what matters in life so in the past year the reason that no Starving Artist paused was because I created a lot of routine and busyness around my creativity. I found making multiple videos on social media every day, auditioning for like a film student project, like tons of auditions that I was doing just to get my acting real and experience up. I was modeling regularly, pitching myself to lots of brand partnerships each week, actively recording and producing and writing this podcast among other things. And it was too much. And I think that we can get caught up, even when our jobs like mine are self-created, we can get really caught up in our responsibilities. We have real responsibilities, responsibilities maybe, which is attending to people in our life. If you have um, folks who depend on you, whether they're children or their elderly parents or their folks in your community, those are definitely real responsibilities and it's hard to tune into ourselves and our well-being while caretaking. But There are also a lot of things that fall into the category of imagined responsibility or we put a lot of pressure on these responsibilities, but they're not pressuring us, right? We know we have a responsibility to our children, but actually they'll be okay if we take that hour in the morning to tune into ourselves. Maybe they're self-sufficient enough that they can be on their own or maybe if you have a partner, they can be taken care of (laughs) by them. But I think often we're living in this state of feeling that we're operating on obligation like I have this to do I have this to do we're living therefore a lot in our explicit mind our doing state our thinking I think I need to do this I'm living my thoughts a very cerebral state versus what taking breaks and rests allows us is to feel more to be more in a feeling state to be in more of a sensing state to tune into all of your senses and realize how powerful they are a lot of more strengthen our sensing selves we can hear sense smell taste we can connect in these ways have more of a gut intuitive response to things than ever before and therefore 
are unfortunately maybe more sensitive to our environments like being in a city might just spike your nervous system you might feel your heart racing a little bit more walking down a street in a way that you never did um i mentioned this as around as as far as sounds i have sirens and a lot of honking in my neighborhood and it always like makes my ears if i was a dog they just shoot up in the air but you can also recognize the beauty in that to have this hypersensitivity because it allows you to be more creative if you're noticing more if you're taking in more of the natural beauty around you of the subtle moments these subtleties that makes room for a lot of gorgeous art because art imitates life or maybe life imitates art tbd and since taking a break from this podcast i feel a change in my work i feel like taking that space away helped me invest in my acting training for instance in a deeper way i really love the craft of acting and i think sometimes when we have a craft that we're interested in we're curious about it allows us investing a little bit more deeply to be that artist to go a little bit more into a space of embodiment and it takes repetition it takes those 10,000 hours maybe and in this period that I was in before where I was just doing absolutely everything which is a good way to start to not feel fear failure to like just do all these student films and do all these creative projects that were a little bit uh, on the random side what it helped me understand is what I really enjoy, what my tone is, what I am often perceived as, as a character. It allowed me to get a bird's eye view on my career. It helped me get agents and get representation this year. A really big goal of mine was getting SAG eligible, and now I am after being on a Hulu show. And so if I didn't take this kind of bird's eye view on my acting career and start to prioritize it more deeply, then I would have probably not made that headway. I would have still been doing like everything and out there random because it made me feel good to have more bookings but what's more important is to get a deeper sense of why I'm doing what I'm doing and understanding what I want to be doing a little bit more of and without open time not having a fear of it I think maybe you can think about your career in that same way or your creative projects in that same way if you were given all the time and all the money to invest in them more deeply how would you approach them differently is there anything that you would do? I think that bird's eye view might feel deeply uncomfortable for us, right? Because we want to sustain the things that we already have going. We don't want to drop the ball. We might have a lot of impressions of people who start things and stop things. But in the startup world, they say fail fast, you know. Um, it's powerful to have learnings and to stop when you realize, like, things are a dead end. It's fine to stop things and restart things, as I have with this podcast. Um, how can we, you know, release the judgment that we have towards ourselves for our way of operating? I know that the productivity and the doing conditioning runs so deep even taking rests in the middle of the day you might realize that you're a person who operates really well if you work in the morning and then you take a nap in the middle of the day and that it doesn't make you lazy or you like to watch tv like you really like to chill and do nothing like the first half of the day and then you do something and that's totally fine what helps me is to work really efficiently for four hours maybe a day and then have huge spaces for rest. I also have introduced to you seasonal working, doing this podcast and taking a break from it. And then 
approaching it again when I feel a lot of love for it because I think our creative projects in particular thrive when injected with as much love as possible. That's what sustains our doing when it comes to this creative stuff that might not be monetizable and sometimes when things are also being pressured for money like you're doing it for the money the joy is drained of it like if that is the reason that you're getting up and approaching something that can also really drain things and so sometimes we have to find other reasons for our doing um but this episode is really about the being allowing ourselves and giving ourselves permission to rest to take breaks to stop projects to step away and know that that time is you getting perspective is you growing and immersing yourself into this next chapter into this next stage of life so one way that I hugely practice this stage of embodiment of creating silence in my life of creating space in my life is yes by stepping away from this podcast stepping away from projects Um, from journaling, from dancing, from getting really into my body. And the most common way, as many of you know, is through meditation. I have loved sharing meditation um, with folks as it's a practice that in my adulthood has served me really deeply in creating a lot of quiet, inner peace, um, feeling joy. We have a historic podcast episode on The pursuit of happiness versus the surrender to joy. My belief there being that we can chase happy moments and those will always be fleeting, right? You can find the love of your life. You can get this dream job. You can, you know, have all of these experiences and at one point they'll all normalize and you won't feel the happiness that you felt initially in achieving them. But what you always have access to while you might have the dream job and everything and the more important piece is joy um really returning into ourselves into our bodies finding the love finding the daily gratitude finding the appreciation for what we do have the joy that's always been with us and that's been explored in so many stories in so many different ways through the hero's journey of moving so outside of yourself and then returning back home that's one example of it but I think home is within ourselves within our bodies that's how we connect to source energy that's how we connect to the universe that's how we connect to our quiet energy that reminds us that we are all interconnected that we're just part of this earth at this time and we're all made up of the same matter and so it can be really perspective setting I love Tara Brock's podcast lately and I highly recommend it and she does a mix of guided meditations so if you enjoy this meditation I highly recommend listening to Tara Brock's podcast because you'll get a balance of meditations and also spiritual wisdom Um, but she loves to say that love tells me I'm everything wisdom tells me I'm nothing and in between the two my life flows And I think that finding our flow is a little bit of that, right? It's finding our expansiveness through our creative expressions. And then it is also distilling and getting quiet and realizing that we're just, we're nothing. And that's not to belittle who we are, but to know that we are the same, um, that we are the same dust and matter and stardust as everything that surrounds us. And it gives a lot of humility. It gives a lot of perspective. It gives a lot of power because, I mean, 
if you know that you have nothing to lose, that you're nothing, like what kind of risks are you willing to take? How expansive do you want to be in this short human life that we have? So with that, we're going to go into a meditation practice. Here's a quote from Thich Nhat Hanh. It's very important that we relearn the art of resting and relaxing. Not only does it help prevent the onset of many illnesses that develop through chronic tension and worrying, it also clears our minds to focus and to find creative solutions to problems. So the reason for clearing our minds to connect with our soul for myself is to hear our inner wisdom It's never a loss to take that time to tune into your body because within your body, you have a lot of truth. And the more that we can follow that truth, I think the more powerful that we can feel, the better decisions we can make, the more heart-led decisions versus fear um, from failure or rationalizing, overthinking. And this meditation practice is going to be oriented around grounding, sometimes in unsteadiness, Uh, feeling the unsteadiness of a creative life, feeling the unsteadiness of the world if we're in taking a lot of news and we know a lot of the world events going on or even in our community, understanding that feeling the unsteadiness of our schedule or the days, yeah, I think there's a lot of world events that can impact us. Yes, there's a lot of local news and happenings. There's health scares. There's family loss there's a lot of things that are always going to throw us off our rocker and so how can we anchor back into ourselves into the earth into where we are right now into the present moment so to begin this meditation i recommend that you take a minute and find a comfortable seated position if you do not have the ability you're listening while you're driving or walking etc then feel free to come back and listen to this portion of the podcast Um, and if you need a moment just feel free to pause this podcast and then come back when you have a second to gather yourself so assuming you took that second to gather yourself find a place that you can rest quietly for the next 10 minutes Feel free to extend this meditation for as long as feels good for you. I recommend 20 minutes. I think at that inflection point, beautiful things happen. Usually it challenges us a little bit more. There's something about that 20-minute mark. I haven't figured it out yet, but even on the busy days, you can usually find it. So it's a beautiful amount where it's a little intimidating to start with. But the more that you create that practice for yourself, the more that you'll feel the benefits. And obviously you'll feel the benefits if you extend that much longer. So to begin, we're gonna take a deep inhale through your nose. And exhale from your mouth. And slowly close your eyes. Again, take a deep inhale through your nose. And exhale from your mouth, really feeling your breath shoot out. And do this three more times on your own. Inhaling and feeling your stomach driving, your big belly breaths in through your nose. 
and exhaling through your mouth, feeling everything release, feeling your shoulders fall, feeling yourself sinking into this moment. Continue taking those deep inhales and exhales, those breaths that energize you. Now bring your awareness to your pelvis as you be as you continue breathing. How can you take even deeper breaths now with an orientation towards your pelvis? To feel the breath being channeled from your core and then filling your lungs. Breathing again from your core. Feeling your core strengthen in this process. Feeling your breath stronger from not taking shallow breaths from our lungs and throat, but really activating through our entire torso. Now locate your feet. <laughs> Feel them. What part of your body is in connection with the floor? Maybe it is not your feet. Maybe you're not sitting on a chair, maybe you're sitting on a cushion, maybe it's your knees that are connected, your ankles, the whole side of your leg. Feel yourself against whatever surface you're connected to. How does it feel under you? Is it soft? Is it hard? Is there a cushion? How does your skin or clothing feel in connection with that material? Is it slippery? Do you feel like you can slide off if you're wearing a smooth fabric against something like a leather or hard surface? Do you feel held? Does it feel alive to you? I find sitting in grass, and I love to imagine, even if you're indoors, that you're sitting in grass and you're deeply breathing, and the earth is energizing you from below. The grass, but the earth and soil below it is all fueling energy and transmuting it into your body to remind you that you are here, that you're connected and that at the end of your life you'll come back to where you started, this earth. Imagine it pumping energy into you no matter what surface you're on. What sensation would you like to feel? You can imagine anything. You can imagine that you're getting zapped. That energy is given to you like a spark energy is transmuted to you like a shock or you can imagine energy being transmuted to you <laughs> in a more calming way with a gentle bum massage <laughs> through whispers but what does it feel like to you to feel held by the ground to feel supported by the surface underneath you 
Continue focusing on your breath, inhaling deeply in through your nose, and exhaling from your mouth. With each moment, each beat, feel yourself sinking deeper and deeper into the ground, into where you're seated and trusting that you're supported. With each breath, feel the ground below you reinforced. Imagine it growing wider in your mind. Maybe you're seated in the grass and you see with your eyes closed, you can envision the space around you expanding. Before you thought of yourself as sitting on a one by one square foot patch of grass and in your mind's eye, you can see that you're in a park. The grass continues expanding and you realize you're in a park within a city. You're in a park within a city, within a state, within a country. And you continue getting a bird's eye view of how much you're sitting upon. Understand that that space around you is stronger. It's strengthening you and understanding its power and understanding its magnitude and understanding how expansive it is and that it energized you, that it shared energy with you shows that you're getting your energy from a very powerful source, a very wide, expansive source. And with that, take a deep inhale through your nose. Hold for a minute. exhale from your mouth feel your body softening into this moment knowing that you are allowed to be soft you come from a powerful place take a deep inhale and release the tension that you might be carrying in your forehead sometimes we can carry tension in our forehead how can you relax that and then take another breath and release tension that you might be carrying in your cheeks I can feel this tension from speaking to you this morning when I'm recording. Maybe you had a full day and you talked. Maybe you just carry tension there. Many of us do. Take a breath and release it from there. Take another deep inhale and exhale and release some tension from your throat. Really feeling it open up. You might want to open your mouth more wide lion's breath you might want to stick your tongue out really feel your throat open up when I open up my throat you can even hear how my voice changes it stops being so constricted allow yourself to soften your jaw you might want to wiggle it around ever so slightly Allow yourself to just continue softening and sinking into this moment. 
feel your breath more deeply. If your mind starts to wander, bring it back to your breath. Bring your attention to your stomach rising and falling. If you want to put a hand on your stomach to hold your attention, feel free to do so. We're going to take the next minute for you to tune into your breathing, to listen more closely to the sounds that your body's making in the softer state. this podcast if you'd like to extend this meditation for how long feels right to you. Otherwise, let's begin by taking a big inhale together, our final inhale and moment together. And exhale through your mouth. Allowing yourself to sounds around you and when you're ready you can begin opening your eyes and thanking yourself for taking the time to tune into yourself to tune into your well-being thank you for listening today and I'm so grateful to be along this creative journey with you appreciate you